I was eating I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It was a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. here at DDP Radio, live at ddpradio.com. My name is Mike Mullins, and of course, as always, I am joined by the Canadian quote master herself. She is... Um, I don't know what kind of uh, noble honor is the Canadian. What's the what's the uh, order of the moose? Is that what it is? Is a big honor <laughs> they can bestow upon Canadian Indians. But whatever the <laughs> highest honor you can have as a Canadian, I'm sure she is uh, qualified for it. So I'm going to give you none other than the Canadian quote master, the high order of the moose recipients, <laughs> Crystal Stewart. How are you? I'm good. I just had this really weird flashback to the Flintstones. You know, what is it? Water buffalo or something? Yeah. The yes. order of water buffalo. And uh, you're, you're my you? favorite person. You're my favorite person to get a notification from on on Facebook. And I've gotten <laughs> so many calls today. And I've been sick today. So I actually just recently, before I came on, clicked on that uh, thing that you sent me. And it's basically the most Canadian thing that's ever happened. And <laughs> God, I love you people up there. But um, speaking, <laughs> yeah. of Canada, speaking of Canada, um, I know you're up there, and today is basically a uh, a national day of mourning up there because your very own yeah. uh, tragically hip Gord Downing uh, just passed away. And, you know, there, I was just telling you off the air that there were, they didn't really hit big here in the U.S., but over here on the other side of the border there is no bigger – rock and roll acts uh, in Canada, probably history, than the Tragically Hip. So uh, my condolences to you guys, because I know that that's one of those bands that's just built into the fabric of Canada. Yeah, thank you. Uh, It's, you know, it's weird. So we had the Prime Minister of Canada get on TV today, and he was in tears. (laughs) It was just really surreal to see. And the whole country just kind of stopped you know, when we heard the news this morning, because he passed away last night. So, yeah, you know, you get up this morning and it's just, you know, kind of weird because we all grew up listening to it. So it's kind of one of those weird moments. You know, my grandmother always, you know, you can ask her where she was when Elvis died or, you know, President Kennedy was shot. She she knows. She just knows. This is going to be one of those moments, I think, that we'll look back years from now and remember where we were when we heard that Gord passed away. So, 
Yeah. It, everybody's uh, going I'm, everybody's going to Bob Cajun, so Yep. <laughs> That's well, I was telling you uh, off the air, like, you know, I'm I'm a music nerd. Like I am anyone who knows me, I'm a musical encyclopedia call Katie calls me Rain Man because we'll hear any <laughs> song on the radio and I'll just pull every fact I know about the recording of the song the year. Just ridiculous amounts of useless information. And I think to myself of like all the vital things that I pushed out of my brain to make way for like musical <laughs> trivia. Like I, I probably couldn't resuscitate like a, anyone, even though I've taken a CPR class because I've just pushed that out of my brain to make way for that stuff. Yep. But you know, Tragically yep. Hip was one of those bands that I always heard kind of like referenced by my favorite bands. Like, you know, they, everyone respected that band, but in the U.S. Yeah. they weren't really, they never really broke, so I never really took the time to get into them. But they were always the names. I did not mean to hit that. It's not a Hayden run in. Sorry about that. Um, I was going to say, oh my God, is Hayden here? No. But um, it's one of those that you always heard, like, kind of kicking around. And when I when they went on that epic uh, farewell concert a couple months back, yeah. um, I, I really took the time to kind of just get some of their records. And it's one of those things that, like, I'm so kicking myself in the pants that it took this long to get into them. And I'm kind of too late to the dance now because it would have been a hell of a band to see live. And, um, you know, they're, they're but they're, it's kind of cool that they're like your little hidden, you know, your little lone, uh, you know, music thing. Like, you don't have to share them with everybody. They're your, like, best kept secret, you know? Yeah. So now I know when they're, so Bob Cajun is only about, I don't know, maybe 45 or 50 minutes away from where I am. So we, I mean, we used to spend, I used to live really close to Bob Cajun and we'd be there in like 20 minutes and it was a big deal. So when they had the tour, they shut down the main street of Bob Cajun and brought in um, big screen TVs and lined the street and everybody just sat there and watched the concert. That's, that's, that's cool. And you know, we, we, we always try to kind of tie something into the DDP yoga, you know, lifestyle and stuff. And, you know, you always have that quote, you know, you can you can get yourself in a rut. You don't have to stay there. But right. I got a terminal cancer diagnosis. Like, that's a, a, like that's a, a free pass to sit in your ass and do nothing and sulk for the rest of sure your is. life. But with yep. the time left, she wanted to go out there and do one last run. And it kind of makes you ashamed that I'm not dying of cancer and I can't find the motivation to go, you know, do this or do that. But here's a guy who's got, you know, the clock is ticking. He has every excuse in the world to just, you know, check out mentally and just, you know, relax and take it easy. And here he goes on one of those exhausting, you know, rock tours for for a healthy person, let alone somebody who's dying of terminal cancer. If there's any kind of, you know mentality it's uh, here in the DDP yoga universe it's you know you get up and you, you do it the best you can you motivate yourself you push yourself and uh you know you don't settle for just you know sitting there and wasting away and that's an inspirational story if I've ever heard one yeah so there was this thing now I don't I can't remember where I heard it I think it might have been on the radio or something and it was maybe it was today I don't know when it was um and it was how Gord tackled all this and you know it was just one of those things that you know you just gotta 
do it. I mean, he wanted to do it. I guess that was the big thing is he wanted to do it and he felt like he owed it to everyone to say goodbye or everyone have the chance to at least, you know, see them. They were huge. I mean, they were huge here. I mean, I don't think growing up, Mike, that I was ever in a vehicle that didn't have a tragically hip CD, honestly. Well, you know, we, we've, yep. we've lost a lot of music heavyweights in the past few years. And like I said, a musical nerd for, like myself, you know, lost huge, huge, like, you know, the top level of the music industry. And, uh, you know, some of those people, you know, were aging and, and you know, we're older, but uh, here's a guy who, you know, was basically still in this creative prime, still in good shape, and is it's a constant yeah. reminder that you, you never know when life is going to kick the knees out from under you, so you might as well, you know, do what you, you can when you can, because, you know, yeah. life does yeah. not discriminate when it wants to bring you to your knees, and it's it's humbling, that- it really is. It makes you enjoy, enjoy, you know, the moments like this that seem so inconsequential. Yep, so he... um is 53 years old. That's it. Yep. Wow. He was only 53. So um, to everyone who's listening to this live or in the replay, you know, we're just taking a second to say goodbye to a really amazing person. Thanks, Gord. Yeah. And uh, yeah. You know, definitely if you're, if you're on this side of the pond, you know, you're going to want to check out some of that music because it really is. It's 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 incredible stuff. So, and uh, to everyone in Canada, um, my condolences because there's a you know they're they're a huge huge band over there. Um, oh gosh, huge, yeah. huge huge uh, personality. So, um, yeah. and uh, so uh, to move uh, forward here, uh, let me just explain to you real quick. I'm I'm a little bit under the weather. Katie and I went to New York City this past week, and. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna try to sugarcoat it. I, I ate like crap. I didn't sleep. We were just we we drove into town thirteen hours, you know, went nonstop wow. for three days and drove back thirteen hours. So um I knew as soon as I got home I could feel myself coming down with something because that's one of those things that when I run myself like that, like it's like clockwork I'm gonna come down with something. So I'm uh, I'm uh I'm feeling a little bit uh puny tonight, as uh, Jim Cornette would say. Um, yes. So uh, if you want to come in and take some of uh, uh, the, the burden off of me, give us a call three four seven nine nine four one two one six. You guys can have a conversation with Crystal, and I'll kind of back yeah. up and <laughs> let you guys do She'll your thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, so uh, and I know that <laughs> I'm speaking of running myself rampant. I know that Nathan and I were in, in New York City at the same time, and he was on the the, the Chris Jericho thing where they did oh, three wow. shows, uh, three Fozzie shows in one day. They did Las Vegas. Oh, my God. They did, they did New York. No, no, sorry. They did Las Vegas. They did Texas, and they did Florida, I believe. Three different time wow. zones, three different shows in one day. They took a jet. And I know so many of you guys are familiar with uh, Nathan from uh, the Performance Center of the DDP Yoga crew. He's, he's been a huge asset to this company. And uh, a cool son of a bitch, really just a cool guy. And those guys, uh, you know, had a hell of a, a project the past few days. And uh, we've got to support him because he's he's one of our own, one of our DDP Yoga people. Did the uh, Judas video for Chris Jericho's band Fozzie, which is like a, a trillion hits right now. So 
Uh, yes. He's making waves in, in that avenue. So uh, good luck to him. And I'm sorry I missed him. We were in New York at the same time, and I was hoping to get over to see him uh, while we were out there, but we were just so, so damn busy. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to take care of this off the top, and then we'll get into things. Um, as we just mentioned, the Chris Jericho Fozzie tour, um, some of you may have heard about the Chris Jericho Rock and Roll Cruise which is happening in 2018. Um, it's it's going to be a hell of a time, and, and they've only scratched the surface for announcing names and stuff going on. But, of course, one guy who's not going to miss it is the man himself, our fearless leader, the big boss man, Diamond Dallas Page. And he's going to be on the cruise taking you through some DDP yoga workouts because if you're on a cruise with some booze and some rock and roll and some food, what better way to start your morning than, than to kind of just stretch out all those muscles and drain yourself of those toxins, sweating it out with Diamond Dallas Page. And there's going to be so many cool, um, you know, performers and wrestlers and uh, DDP yoga workouts. And it's it's like nothing you've never heard, ever seen before. You know, some cruises are a rock and roll cruise. Some cruises, you know, have Mickey Mouse interrupting your dinner and scaring your children. But, you know, this <laughs> has got a little of everything. So, um you definitely going to want to check that out. And we have a spot that I'm going to play from Chris Jericho's podcast. And this has got the information. So listen to the spot, write down the information. I'll get back to you with it a little later to remind you. But if you haven't booked your, your spot on the cruise yet, what the hell are you waiting for? It's like an epic once-in-a-lifetime chance to party with wrestlers, yeah. rock stars, and uh, Diamond Dallas Page, which is a little of all the above. So... We're going to roll this real quick. I'm going to catch my breath because I can't breathe. I'm about to cough on the phone, so uh, I'm going to take this away. <laughs> Here. Hey, this is Chris Jericho inviting you to the first ever Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Picture this. Rock and roll, wrestling, comedy, live podcasting, all on the open ocean from October 27th to the 31st, 2018 from Miami to Nassau. I'm bringing Hall of Fame wrestlers, some of the greatest rock and roll bands on the planet, and putting the first wrestling ring on a cruise ship ever. Don't be a stupid idiot. Make the list. Check us out at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. All right. Uh, ChrisJerichoCruise.com. It's going to be a hell of a party. And uh, next week, I think we're going to do it next week. I think we're going to have the man himself uh, in the next couple of weeks. Hey. He, I just talked to him a couple couple time, uh, a couple days ago, and he wants to come on and tell you about the DDP Yoga Retreat, which they've just officially nailed down a date, and it's going to be a hell of a time. And we, we, you've heard us talk about that before. And if you haven't, you're going to want to tune in because uh, there's no better vacation for fitness, for, for DDP yoga, for drinking, for partying. It ain't your mama's yoga retreat. It ain't your mama's vacation. It is a DDP yoga, and uh, there's nothing like it. Yeah, So I agree. Uh, we, took, we took care of some business. Um, I'm going to take this real quick. This is uh, Travis, who, who was too kind and uh, offered to, uh, to, to run the show for me tonight. But uh, <laughs> I'm here nonetheless, and uh, we're going to have him call in because uh, – I think this is Travis. I hope this is Travis. Um, we'll know in a minute because he has a distinct voice. Uh, vitamin T, hello. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, kids? Hey, hey what's Hi, going on, man? How are you? Well, you know, I'm doing okay. I, I'm sorry you're you're under the weather and everything here. So I always envisioned, <laughs> you know, 
you know, I, you, know, you, you get the call, whatever else, you know, tag me in or whatever else, and, you know, start out the show like, uh, oh, yo, 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 DDP Yoga Warriors, do not adjust your podcasting devices. This is Tenacious T in the place to be. <laughs> so you either go you know, away or, you know, they're tuning in either way. It doesn't matter. So, <laughs> anywho. You, you sound, it sounded like it sounded like you were. Uh, remember that? Um, I think it was some MTV video where David Lee Roth was pretending to be like one of those yucky <laughs> '80s DJs. Zippity bobbity boo, zippity bobbity Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I appreciate it, man. How how are you, brother? Oh, I'm I'm doing doing okay. Keep my keep my head above water and and shredding frantically. So how's that? It's, I that's guess good. that's the best we can do. Yep. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes, we, you know, you got to do your best just to just to keep forward momentum, and sometimes uh, you just got to push forward because I know so many people are, are constantly, you know, especially nowadays, there's so much going on, so many people dealing with so much, you know, bullshit that you got to kind of pick your battles, and, and you got to just do your best to keep your head above water. And I've talked yep. to several people this week who who are who are kind of in uh, in, in a little bit stuck in their journey, and uh, maybe not be making the progress that they are hoping for. But don't get me wrong, treading water is is progress. You know, as long sure as you're kind of just hanging in there. And I told this to Katie the other day, like you know, as long as you're you're putting your nose and doing your best to kind of stay stay still and, and not completely regress, that that's progress. And sometimes all you can do is is kick your feet and, and kind of tread. And that's you know that's okay you know you can't win all the time but you gotta you gotta pick your battles and know when to back off and know when to tread water and know when to push forward and sometimes yeah you know we're we're adults with responsibilities and sometimes you can't be 100% dedicated to a cause especially if you have kids or you know a, a gig you get that's demanding but uh, don't ever feel ashamed for for kind of just hanging in there because hanging oh, no. in there is a victory. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, treading water, and the treading water does not mean you're not doing nothing. Treading water is miles away from drowning at the bottom of the ocean. So, right, uh, you right. know, <laughs> you know, you yeah, you got to give props. As long as you're keeping it up, and as long as you're keeping moving forward, it might be a slow pace, but you're still mm-hmm. getting there. You're still moving forward. You're still doing what needs to be done to survive, and eventually you'll find that ship in the horizon where you can move your way towards it and and get where you want to be. It's kind of, you know, on Monday, I usually do uh, Monday nights. I do, uh, you know, I, I do my, I do a DDP yoga level one workout at um, at my church. And then afterwards, I do, I, I, I get on the, the DDP yoga Facebook page and I do a little live chat and I you know, like to do a little a little, my own motivation, whatever else, especially for the people that don't, ha- you know, don't have the benefit of having the DDP Yoga Now app. And if you don't have the DDP Yoga Now app, what's wrong with you? Get it. <laughs> it's it's worth your money. It's worth your time. Uh, there's plenty of stuff to it. Um, cheap, shameless plug, uh, but uh, it is definitely worth it. And it's also definitely worth it to have a heart rate monitor, Roger. Uh, <laughs> So uh, you finally finally scored one of those. So now we can you know pair that with uh, with the DDP Yoga Now app and uh, get with the program a little bit. Uh, I know he's listening to this here, so you know that's give him a little little bit of a, a jab there. Um, but 
but back to what I did Monday was I t- after my workout on Monday, I got on and I talked about embracing discomfort. Um, you know, because, I mean, there's no... No other time in history, well, I'm sure there's other times in history, but, you know, it always feels like, uh, there, you know, everything is really uncomfortable. And, this, you know, you can turn on the TV, you can get on Facebook, you can do whatever, and there's always some level of discomfort going on. Whether you're not, you know, you're, you're seeing all the bad news, whether you are, you know, you're, you're, on, the, you're on the couch trying to get up, you're trying to get moving, you are dissatisfied where you're at. Um, it's embracing discomfort there, but also having the having the wherewithal to start standing up and start moving with some purpose. Um, you know, and you know, there's 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 action with with embracing comfort. Embracing comfort doesn't mean just being satisfied where you're at. Embracing comfort means embracing discomfort means you're you're willing to move through that discomfort and yep. get out of that, get to where you need to be. Yeah, I agree. You bring up a great point, uh, man, and especially the society we live in, where we are breeding a, a whole generation of people who are are catered to make everything easier and make everything less effort. Like everything's available on our phones. We don't have to, if we want groceries, we can just click a button on our phone. If we want pizza or delivery food, just push a button. Everything's been, you know, built around making things with, with little or no effort. And sometimes that carries over, and in just the little, the little tiny bit of effort seems so monumental because we're constantly being sold uh, the the benefits of not having to do anything to get anything. And as things get easier, you know, and as things get you know more convenient, you know, I think we lose some of that ethic, uh, you know, work ethic, and it becomes more difficult to kind of go out of your way to put in effort for certain things, and you know. It's it's ultimately destructive to, to to our physical health, but you know society kind of depends on 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 humans uh, being innovative and being motivated to kind of put in that extra um, uh, you know work or or effort or progress to kind of take humanity to the next level. And I think that while there's a lot of people changing the world, um, I think it's kind of breeding a a mindset of you know if it's hard or if it's not convenient, or if it's not available on my iPhone, then I don't want to do it. And right. ultimately, you know, here at DDP Yoga, we talk about it all the time, you know, it's not convenient sometimes to get your off your ass and go click on the app and go through a workout. The app is convenient, but you know what? For convenience for me right now, I'd be sitting on my ass here, throwing a blanket on myself and, and, and kind of vegging out in front of South Park for the rest of the night. Right. It's not always convenient. It's not always easy, but ultimately, it's worth it because the choices we make today are going to affect the rest of our lives. And you know yep. that effort is it becomes you know internalized, and it eventually becomes easier. But I think we're succumbing to things being simple and things being easy and kind of handed to us uh, via technology. That sometimes. Uh, it's the easiest thing in the world to discount anything that may be hard or uncomfortable or challenging, like you said. 
And to be honest, getting on the mat and doing an hour-long workout sometimes is uncomfortable for parts of it. It's challenging and may not be the most number one thing I want to do at the moment. And that's where you have to break through. You have to break through uh, because that's where, where progress happens, that's where change happens, that's where winning is done. And by the time yeah. you get done with that workout, too, you are you, you, you get to the end of it and you say, what stopped me from starting it in the first place? Because you feel so much better after you got done with it. Even if you're doing 20 minutes of it, you know, even do a 20-minute fat burner workout. Cliff Abel and uh, uh, one of my buddies in, in – uh, he's a DDP yoga warrior, and he's in Las Vegas, you know. Uh, he He's finally doing fat burner without – with you know, without modifications, whatever else, and you know, I mean, people that are like you know, like hard work, George Fairmore, and those guys, you know, fat burners, just you know, just a warm up, whatever else. But there's some people where fat, you know, fat burner is you know, without modifications is huge, and yeah. and hey, you know, it just takes that time. You know, every it's everybody is their own person, and everybody has their own struggles. But, you know, just the satisfaction of getting through it and, you know, make it your own and, you know, and making some sort of a success. Everybody's level of success is different. Um, Kyle Stance, for another DDP Yoga Warrior, um, he, you know, for a long time, he struggled and he got frustrated, but he kept plugging away little bits at a time. Kept working at it. I don't know if you guys saw this a few days ago, but uh, he finally has gotten into pants that he hasn't been able to get into since high school, um, and that, that's huge. I mean, and, he, and he's and he's just he, he's phenomenal. <laughs> you know, that's one of his tags. But uh, it's <laughs> you really have to celebrate those things uh, and and keep looking for that next little thing to. Uh, you know, to get yourself forward and improve. And it's not going to say, you're not going to, it's not going to say you're always going to do the right thing because we're all human. We're all human. We're all going to fall down. We're all going to slack. We're all going to, you know, fall away from stuff. We all get sick, push ourselves a little bit too much, um, you know, and you have to learn to say, okay, this happened. What do I do to get better? Maybe that means, Mike, you rest. Maybe that means you start changing something small and work your way back up to where you need to be. Um, maybe it's you know maybe it's finally going out and uh, you know meeting up with that person and making that connection. That was me on Monday. I, I uh, you know I've been talking about you know trying to do some classes with. Um, with uh, Nick Dinsmore runs a runs a wrestling school here um, in in my in my area, um, just a little bit south of us here. So, went finally got to talk to him one on one on Monday to uh, possibly do some stuff with some some of his students with uh, with the mo- local rest- indie wrestling promotion here. Um, and you know, and I know I know it's a shocker. You know, for me, you know, you think. Yeah, yeah, I talk all the time, but you know, in reality, I'm really kind of painfully shy. <laughs> so it takes a lot for me to come talk to somebody in person, and uh, you know, and strike up a conversation. 
once I break that barrier, well, they can't get me to shut up. But um, you know, <laughs> but it's uh, you know, but it's breaking through that discomfort to try to move forward and make things happen, and yeah. it just and it's just a matter of of just breathing through it, engaging, and getting it done. Crystal, what yeah, do you think? So, Very, yeah. Sorry, guys. No, I was saying Crystal. So there was everybody has that little voice in their head. And I mean, I, anybody at any given time will say to me, what's your advice? What's your advice? And if you have that little voice in the back of your head, it's okay to tell it to sit down and shut up while you go do a workout. Perfectly fine. I do it all the time. But how you talk to yourself, I guess, too, Travis, this just kind of, you made me think you brought something up. How you talk to yourself ultimately is really important because you can convince yourself to stay on the couch or you can convince yourself to get up and get on the mat. So, you know, how you play with that little voice in your head and how you determine, you know, if you're actually going to get up and do what you need to do or if you're just going to stay in that rut and furnish it wherever you are, I mean, yeah, it's... um. It's an amazing little thing sometimes. Yeah. Mike said it, was, it uh, said it a few different times. <laughs> that, you know, you you know, people say you can't lie to yourself and he call and Mike you call bullshit on that because uh yep. you know, you can lie to yourself a lot, you know, but it's, sure it but hey, it is the story you tell yourself. Whether you know, it's and it's like Della said, whether you think you can or you think you yep. can't, you're right. But it's the yep. story you tell yourself. He wouldn't be saying it unless it was 100% true. Very true. Yeah. They, and there's there's a misconception that, you know, lazy, unintelligent people are always the ones that struggle with procrastination. Or, no. You know, they, 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 there's actually been a lot of, of, of studies done that really smart people are the ones that procrastinate. And really smart people are the ones that struggle with addiction and, and getting off of, of drugs or food or whatever because they're very intellectual and they're very um, analytical and they can always find a reasonable argument that they can convince themselves yep. why they shouldn't be doing something. And I've yep. struggled. Um, I've, I've always battled um, trying to balance my creativity because I consider myself very creative while also struggling to battle my analytical side. And I'm never able, able to balance them. It's always one extreme or the other. Like, and it's, it's, it's one of those things. We talked about the voices in your head and, and what mm-hmm. you tell yourself. And um, I'm, one of my biggest problems in life in general is I don't want to do whatever I'm supposed to do next. And, and this may sound ridiculous, but no matter what it is, if I'm here and I have an appointment at 1 o'clock, I don't want to do that. If I'm going to a concert that I'm looking forward to before the concert, I don't want to go. Like I'm always in my head trying to convince myself that now that the moment's here, no matter how much I've been looking forward to it, it's right in front of me and I don't want to do it. So I always have to constantly break through that battle of myself yeah. telling, trying to convince myself that, oh, that's not going to be fun. It was, it's not worth going. And then you kind of have to battle that, and then you get to the other side and realize – 
I'm so glad I did this. I'm, I'm happy I got this workout done, or I'm happy I went here. But um, I always thought it was kind of <laughs> crazy of me, and I kind of met with somebody one time, and they told me that uh, for, for, smart, for intellectual people and for smart people, that a lot of times you're constantly in a fluctuation. Uh, you know, your mind's trying to sabotage you. Your mind's always going. Yep. And that's one of the problems I've faced my whole life. As soon as I hit the pillow in my head, my mind starts spinning. I start thinking and not necessarily worrying. I'm just, as soon as the quiet hits, I'm, I'm analyzing and thinking and, you know, uh, projecting and it's hard to slow that down. So sometimes breaking through my constantly going head is, is, is very important to my survival because if not, I could never convince myself to do anything. And sometimes the biggest, op- the, obstacle, the biggest obstacle you have to overcome in your life is you. It's just, and it's, yeah. not, it's not hard, to, it's not fun to say, but it's true. Sometimes right. you're your own worst enemy. Yeah. And, you know, and my, wife, my wife will, will, will say, you know, because sometimes, you know, I, you know, when I get the, my head starts spinning, I start, you know, overthinking or whatever else. I'm going into my next thing, whatever else. I take that deep breath. And my wife will invariably goes because you know I you know anxiety and different things like that and you know I'll get asked is something wrong? It's like no, there's nothing wrong. I just need to breathe and stop for a second and quiet everything down, and then start then start moving forward. But it's that pause, it's that moment where you take that breath and you get your get yourself mentally ready to engage and make that next step. Um, you know, and you're, everyone is always, you know, is always battling some sort of fear, anxiety, yep. uncertainty, you know, fear of the future. Um, it's, it's there, it's real. Uh, people have it all the time and it's all a matter of conquering that fear, whether it's doing that workout or stepping outside your door, or turning on the TV, or whatever the case is, or you know, it's conquering that fear and making just having the courage to take whatever the next step is. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how big that step is. Oh, no, absolutely because not. For, no, because forward is forward. It doesn't matter. You know, if you're taking baby steps or giant leaps, I mean, it's this is the journey of you or you getting back to you. And sometimes that's going to take some time. I'm here to tell you, it's not going to happen overnight. So it's okay if there's one day when you're crawling and the next day you're leaping. I mean, it's perfectly okay. I have days like that all the time. I guess, you know, it's nobody really talks about it, but this is, you know, these are the things that kind of connect all of us. Look at, we all have issues. We all have issues. But what we don't have is some not all of us have the mindset to deal with it. It's 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 uh, I love that crystal because there's so many things in society we're taught and it, it's it's that we're all dealing with certain things, yet all of us are afraid to to admit to these things. And like yeah. you said, you know, it, we don't always have to be taking these huge hits. And you know, we're, we're we're told always be moving forward, which which is is great and important. But that's not always. You need to be. You need to allow yourself to get knocked back two steps, because yeah. when you allow yourself to get knocked back two steps, 
you are part of every single other person on the planet that can relate to you getting knocked back two steps, and it can help you pick yourself back up and regain those two steps. When we think we're an outcast or a freak for, for not winning all the time or for not always making progress, uh, I swear to God, all of us are dealing with something right now yep. that we are, are ashamed of or embarrassed of or are depressed over Scared. and probably are afraid to tell anyone about it and afraid to yep. tell people about it that are going through the exact same thing. And it's so yeah. weird how we just... How many times have you have you met somebody up with somebody and they ask, "Hey, how's it going? Good," and you're not good. Do you know how weird it would be if someone asked you, "Hey, how's it going?" and you really told them like how you're doing and you're having a horrible time and you're struggling? Like nobody would know how to react to that. But all of right. us have those issues, and we we're just constantly trying to put on this front of I'm okay, and then you're trying to convince me you're okay, and I'm trying to convince you I'm okay, when we're all dealing with shit, and if we were open with our shit, there's a lot of people who can relate to my shit that might relate to your shit or Travis's shit, but all of us are so uh, conditioned to kind of just put on this, everything's fine, let's not deal with any issues here. And that's not to say everything has to be drama and, oh, and, 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 and blow things out of proportion, you know, um, because there's that, there, there is that other side. And I, I think a lot of people have that fear. I mean, us, us good Lutheran, or us, you know, Lutheran raised, uh, you know, his, here, people here in the Midwest, they don't want to bother people. They don't want to, you know, we don't want, I want to burden you with my problems and whatever the case is there. And it's not, and people got to get beyond you know, you're not burdening, 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 burdening somebody. There's my stuttering tick going on there. Um, burdening somebody with your problems. You're just being upfront what it is and being able to, you know, just let it hang out and be able to reach out um, and not have to suffer alone. Mm-hmm. See, and I think this is where I mean, it's um, this kind of has come full circle for me because now we can bring DDP yoga back into this, but this is, this is, this is your feel good motion. This is your feel good habit. You know, you, you start with this and you might not be able to do a full workout, but I guarantee you'll be able to do the first five minutes. Yep. You Mm got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And we, we talked about when we, when we first came back around to this, we were talking about how, you know, we all have our things and we can probably relate to each other. When I first started DDP yoga and I was in a place of hopelessness, I looked at Stacey Morris doing these crazy moves and I thought to myself, well, she's a different person than I am. She's obviously one of those people who can, you know, do, you know motivate herself. And then getting to know Stacey and knowing how similar we were and how mm-hmm. much she overcame. And then seeing somebody like, you know, Arthur or, or just so many people in, in the crew that you think, well, of course, you know, they, they can do it. That They're not me. They haven't dealt with my things. They don't have my struggles. They don't deal with my issues. But then realize that so many people are, I can relate to that have been through things similar to me who are killing it. And it really gives you hope that you think you're the only person in the world and nobody will understand and nobody gets why it's hard for me or nobody gets why I can't make this connect or get this to happen. 
And then you talk to everybody in the DDP yoga, and so many people have your con- your same fears or, or, or you know, in- insecurities that are completely crushing it, and there's no greater feeling than seeing somebody who you relate to killing it with DDP yoga yeah. or, or health or exercise because it gives you that mentality that I see myself in them, and they are doing awesome, and I can do awesome. And it's it's an amazing feeling. It's kind of like you found your flock and I don't relate to fitness models. I don't relate to somebody on the cover of Muscle and Fitness, but I look at somebody like, you know, Kyle, or, or I look at somebody, you know, like Garrett, or, or just like a regular person who's crushing it, and I'm like, I see myself there. I, I, I can be that. And there's no better feeling in the world than when you find someone you can relate to that's winning. Yeah. Yeah. And that's winning the... sometimes, sorry, Travis, winning oh, no, sometimes is a whole lot of little small victories. Eventually, you know, you can throw them all together and make one big victory, but you you got to kind of say to yourself, you know, I'm going to do this today, and I might not succeed in its entirety, but I can succeed in this moment. It's all about moments. It, you don't bite off more than you can chew right away because that – is a surefire lesson to your brain that you can stop doing. Well, you know what? It didn't work out, so I'm just going to stop. That's not how this works. you got to keep getting up. So if you can only start with five minutes, oh, man, that's so wonderful. Give yourself five minutes. And then the next day, maybe it will be seven minutes. And then before you know it, you'll be doing an hour and a half. Exactly. I have a, and that's, that's one of the reasons that that really motivated me to become a, a DDP yoga instructor is because uh, is is not just the fact you know not just a not a title sort of thing. It's the fact of being able to help people. And I have a student that I'm working with. She's she's 64. Uh, she's a second degree black belt in Shotokan. Uh, and but but you know so she's I mean she's been active, but she also has Crohn's disease. She's also been in liver failure, heart failure, and she has about five feet of active intestines left in her body. Um, she, wow. She's but um, she but she's still taught. She used to still come to the dojo and still you know she was still do she would still teach. But she was having problems, but, you know, unbeknownst to me until she told me months afterwards that she would have problems getting up and down her steps because she was in so much pain until she started doing some of the DDP yoga stuff that I've been doing at the dojo because I would do DDP yoga warm-ups for our judo and jiu-jitsu people. And uh, she would do it along with us, and, uh, and she started feeling better. So she started taking my class, and the first and the first couple months she had to you know I we used a chair we modified with the chairs to get up and down heavy heavy modifications, but you know after a few months she stopped using the chair, after after a few you know a few more months whatever else she's starting to do stuff now is she doing crazy you know psycho pushups or whatever else no and she doesn't need to. But the fact that she can come back and says, I'm no longer in pain, and I don't have to take all these pain meds to get through my day, um, it's that sort of victory that, you know, you know, 
know, that gives, that says, hey, I'm doing something that is worthwhile. There, there's got, there is something to this whole GDP yoga thing. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> and um, I, I got to take care of a little business before we go. We got a, a few announcements uh, for uh, for the show, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna head out in just a few. And um, real quick, I want to let you guys know that I've gotten uh, word that I can officially announce it. I think he's gonna be coming on in the next couple weeks. I got to call him back. Uh, but uh, DDP Yoga Retreat, July 7th through the 12th, the official date. Uh, they're going back to the El Dorado, which is just a blast, and we've been there several times. We wandered out one more uh, once, and then we uh, we came back because they treat us so well there, and it's just a hell of a time. So the El Dorado, Casitas Royale, um, ddpyogaretreat.com for more information on that. Um, next month, um, Actually, I'm going to see about trying to get him on the show. I've gotten uh, to be friendly with uh, the uh, liberal redneck guys. If you guys are, are fans of comedy or anything like that, uh, Trey Crowder, uh, Drew Morgan, and um, uh, I, I can't uh, Corey. Sorry, Corey Forrester. They're they're a comedy trio <laughs> and uh, they're they're super funny guys. They just got uh, a 12 episode uh, pickup for. Uh, uh, I think it was ABC that picked up their show, uh, but they're going to be doing a sitcom on ABC, and they're huge awesome. fans of Diamond Dallas Page, and I've become friendly with them, and I put them in touch with uh, with DDP, who's who's kind of been kicking their ass into gear best he can, because uh, those guys had a lot of fame thrust on them pretty quickly, and when you get on the road, and you're kind of, uh, kind of shot out of a cannon, there's the booze, there's the food, there's the uh, all the stuff that you're disposal and they kind of wanted to get uh snapped into gear so they've been uh you know working out with ddp yoga and uh been kicking ass with that and i'm going to try to get them to come on the show in the next couple weeks because those guys are really cool guys and i'm going to be with them uh i think two weeks from now and uh going to do some ddp yoga so uh that should be interesting and that should be cool um but uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to check them out they're, they're real funny guys um, and yeah. doing really well for themselves right now. They, they're on a sold-out uh, tour. <laughs> the entire tour is sold out, like four shows uh, uh, per city. So they're crushing it. And uh, don't forget the Jericho Cruise. Uh, that is coming up as well. I'm going to play that spot uh, to kind of out us uh, at the end of the show here um, because we are supposed to do that. That's what the boss man told me to do, so we're going to do that. And uh, <laughs> I can also say uh, Chris Jericho has appeared on the show because – his voices and maybe that'll get us like two more downloads. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but um, Chris Jericho live on DDP radio. It's a spot, but it's still Chris Jericho. No. Um, so uh, I think we're going to wrap things up a little bit because I need to put a couple things here on post for the iTunes episode. Um, but Travis, thanks for coming on and kind of uh, helping, uh, helping me get through this. Uh, I don't think Crystal would be up for just talking to herself for an hour, and I kind of needed to <laughs> step back for a little bit because my throat is uh, is like razor blades right now. And, uh, I've been there, I told brother. You, I you... know exactly what you're feeling like, so I feel for you. So anytime, uh-huh. brother, I am I am here for you, Lunchbox. So. Lunchbox. Thank you, Thank you man. <laughs> Yo, know, that's there, you know, so. Uh, Thank you, brother. You're the best, and, Travis. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're to outro the show. Uh, Crystal, did, did you? Are you prepared? Yes. All right. Are you ready? We called to the okay. we called to the quote master general at the front of the show, 
and Crystal is known for pulling out her amazing analogies and her amazing quotes. And so she is responsible for, for uh, leaving us with one last uh, hurrah at the end of the shows. Uh, so the quote master general of the Canadian Order of Moose, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, the talented Crystal Stewart. You're here. Oh, thank you, guys. You make me feel so special. Okay, so this quote is, I don't know how to say his last name, but it's Carlo Castaneda, I think it is. And the quote is, we either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves strong. The amount of work that you put in is the same. I love that. That's that's so cool. And uh, that's that's a great one. And that's why we, uh, we close out the show with Crystal and her, her quotes every week, and that's something you can take with you this week, especially yeah. in, these, in these times of un, un, unease and uncertainty and division, and everyone's kind of just picking at each other. And, yeah. you know, we're all, we're all different, and we're all, you know, the same at the same time. In fact, the differences are the most, are the most universal thing about us. And think of all the times we spend nipping at each other and, and bitching and complaining and, and, and arguing and, just being shitty to each other, that same effort put into kind of making your neighbor smile or making your friend laugh or just being decent, it switch things around pretty damn quickly. True. Very true. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, we will be back with an episode next week. DDP Radio is live, uh, ddpradio.com or on iTunes and Stitcher uh, the following day. And I'm kind of just rambling here for a second as I'm looking for my Jericho spot to air. There we go. And uh, until next week, thank you, Travis. Uh, thank you, Crystal. And, thank uh, you, Mike. Let's, uh, let's, Thanks, uh, Mike. let's get down. Let's, let's have a tragically hip night and uh, throw Yay. on some cool records tonight. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. And I will leave you with Chris Jericho telling you about the Rock and Wrestling Cruise. And you're going to want to get tickets. Uh, ASAP. Book your cabin now. It's going to be a hell of a time. All right. Take care, guys. And uh, until next week, remember to never, ever give up. Hey, this is Chris Jericho inviting you to the first ever Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Picture this. Rock and roll, wrestling, comedy, live podcasting, all on the open ocean from October 27th to the 31st, 2018 from Miami to Nassau. I'm bringing Hall of Fame wrestlers, some of the greatest rock and roll bands on the planet, and putting the first wrestling ring on a cruise ship ever. Don't be a stupid idiot. Make the list. Check us out at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. Hold 998 arm bar.